0: All right, Ritter Nation, you're back with Mo Moat. again, flying solo today for my co-host, Scott Gobranson, who's out with COVID. Uh, I'm going to talk catfishing on Silver and Black today, which is an Odyssey original podcast. Please subscribe. Uh, so we're, we're going to go, we're going to dig deep into the waters here. Okay. Ladies, I'll ask you a question. Have you ever met a guy who said he was six foot or taller, but you met him and he was about five, nine, five, nine and a half. Guys, have you ever met a woman for the first time? Without the fancy Instagram filters and you found out she had a missing tooth, turns out she photoshopped that missing tooth in when when you made a laugh for the first time and you found out, wow, she's she got a gap in her smile there. Nothing wrong with gaps, but if you got a whole missing tooth, that's a problem. I feel like the Raiders have catfished us in a specific way like this. It's kind of like meeting that person for the first time that, you, that you've been talking to online and you had this certain image of a person. And when you finally get to see this person and... and You know, in real time, you're like, wow, this is not what I expected. And I feel that way about the Raiders. Tell me if you feel the same way. Now, let's go back to the offseason, right? What do we remember that Josh McDaniels emphasized? Limit the penalties. Limit the turnovers. Right? Players were running laps. If they made mental errors, they committed penalties. They had to run laps. I remember Andre James talking about it. I remember Derek Carr talking about it. I remember a lot of the players talking about this. This is their thing that... If you make a mistake regardless of whose fault it is, you got to run some laps, right? They go through the preseason, they limit penalties. That was a thing with me and Scott. We talked about after every preseason game. Look how look how much look how few penalties the Raiders committed. You know, they didn't make a lot of mental errors. They didn't turn the ball over. That's the most important thing. Now, I know the preseason is very much different than the regular season when you're playing against second and third stringers. I get that. But we were so a, an image of the Raiders that this was going to be a more polished, accountable, less boneheaded team. They were going to make less repeated mistakes. And if they made those mistakes, they were going to go back and correct them. And you wouldn't see it that much during the season. So we're thinking, okay, this Raider team is going to be more buttoned up, more disciplined. Josh McDaniels comes from the Patriots coaching tree where Bill Belichick says, do your job. If you do your job, everything else falls into place. And we're expecting, not the Patriot way, but we're expecting a, a, more, a more disciplined Raider team with fewer penalties throughout the season. Well, guess what? There's some good news and some bad news. The good news is the Raiders are one of four teams with 13 penalties, which is the second fewest league-wide. Credit goes to Josh Daines there. He, he fixed that issue. The Raiders are not a team that's going to beat themselves by turning the ball over. but But the Raiders are tied for fourth in penalties with 86. And I know what fans are going to say. I know what some fans are going to say. Oh, the refs hate us. The refs hate the Raiders. You know, going into the season, the the Raiders are going to get flagged the most because the NFL has something out for the Raiders going back to the Al Davis years. I get it. But we're not going to play victim today. And I've talked about that with Murph on the postgame show on Thursday that, you know, we, we get, we know the history between Al Davis and the NFL. We get it. Went to court and everything back and forth. We we understand that, but we're so far removed from that right now. You know, we have to look ahead and we have to look at accountability. Cause this show is all about accountability. We're not playing victim here. Oh, what was us? The Raiders, the refs, are, the refs are out to get us. If you watch any game on the NFL, on Sunday, Monday, Thursday, every team has has a has a call where they're they're disputing and saying, oh, the refs have it out for us. You know why are the refs calling this? This is a questionable call. You see, question. I've watched the NFL. I I cover the league on Sundays. You see questionable calls literally in every game. It's not just the Rays, I promise you. But this goes back to my point about lack of accountability, and it's why the Raiders are partially why the Raiders are in this mess. And I'm gonna say it wasn't the refs who made Jerry Tillery smack the football out of Baker Mayfield's hand on that on that drive on last Thursday. It wasn't the refs who made Cleveland Farrell jump offside on a punt. Not a third down. Not a third and long on a punt. Cleveland Farrell jumped offside on a punt. That's a boneheaded penalty. Jermaine Illuminar right now has seven penalties alone. Leaves the team with seven penalties. This shocked me when I saw this and I looked this up. Mack Hollins has six penalties. A wide receiver. A wide receiver has six penalties. You cannot tell me that's all because the refs hate the Raiders. Thayer Mumford has four penalties. I get it, he's a rookie. Dylan Parm has three. I get it, he's a rookie. Even Cole Miller has four. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. And, you know, the Colt Miller discussion needs to be had on a separate show. I I think he's a good offensive tackle. I don't think he's an all pro or pro boy as a lot of people, a lot of fans think he is. I think he's just a really good offensive tackle, and that's fine. But he has four penalties. So I just read you four or five players that make up maybe a third of the Raiders penalties right off the top of my head, right? Well, it's in my notes, not the top of my head. I won't give myself that much credit, but the point still stands. The refs aren't making these mistakes for the Raiders. The Raiders are making these mistakes. And again, I feel like during the offseason, we were sold that this team would be a little more buttoned up, a little more discipline, less, less penalties, less boneheaded plays. And what do we get? Jerry Tillery. What do we get? Cleveland Farrell jumping offside on a punt. I, I I don't remember the last time I've seen someone jump offside on a punt. And it wasn't a, you know, and they didn't think it could be a fake. He was apparently trying to block the punt. And let's be honest, Cleveland Farrell was not blocking that punt. But again, it's just stupid penalties. Uh, boneheaded penalties. I'm not calling the player stupid. I'm saying that it's a low IQ type of penalty. And you... You got to be a lot better than that. And it has nothing to do with the referees. Again, we ha- the Raiders have to take accountability for their mistakes. And I just feel like we thought they were this year. We thought this year was going to be the year we were going to see a more disciplined Raider squad. And, and with more discipline and fewer penalties, you're going to win more football games because you're not going to beat yourself. Because, again, Josh McDaniels comes from the Patriots where they're known for not beating themselves. They're going to let the other team beat themselves and they're going to take advantage of those opportunities. And that's, I think, what a lot of us, including myself, expected the Raiders to be. I'm not saying they were going to be the Patriots in year one, but they're still top five in the league in penalties. I expected that penalty number to go down and it hasn't. That's my concern going forward is can Josh McDaniels reign that in now i know there's only so much a coach can do because he can't do things for the players this is on the players they have to again the a word accountability they have to take accountability for their mistakes and they have to go back to the drawing board clean them up what happened why was i off why did i draw offsides penalty tillery just had a brain fart moment i guess i don't know what the issue was there but you know why am i getting all these holding penalties is it my technique why am I getting pass interference on a, on a big drive? That was Amik Robinson. Now, Meek Robinson doesn't have a lot of penalties this year, but that, that one hurt because Deron Harmon had an interception wiped out because of that penalty. Again, the refs didn't make that penalty. The refs didn't force Amik Robinson to grab the arm of the receiver. That was on him. They showed the replay. Clearly, he grabbed the guy's arm. That's on Amik. That's not on the refs. So, again, I, I think we've been catfished, y'all. The Raiders. Told us they were a 6'4 with a flawless smile and come to find out they're 5'8 with yellowish, brownish coffee stained teeth. I mean that you know, not the height that they said they were, not the flawless smile that they said they had. And we're seeing some of the same issues. And it's amazing that no matter who's the head coach, no matter who's the offensive coordinator, no matter who's the defensive coordinator, the Raiders still commit these penalties. And I think until they stop beating themselves in that regard they're going to be stuck in this holding pattern where they could, they could be good but there's always that yeah but they could be a lot better if 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 this but and I think penalties are the one thing you can you can fix that right away with focus and Derek Carr has come to the podium this year and, and, and talked a lot about practice and things transferring from the practice field to regular games and guys talking about urgency and folks I think all of that plays in into and factors into the Raiders boneheaded penalties and until they fix that they'll have trouble getting over the hump because it's hard enough to win in the NFL players tell you that it's hard enough to win in the NFL against teams that are trying to beat you when you do things that beat yourself so to speak you make it that much harder and then you lose close games and then you're in this one possession games and you and you wonder why the Raiders lose in the fourth quarter or collapse or have these meltdowns. Part of it not all of it, but part of it is because they beat themselves with penalties. And they have to fix that. And I hope when Josh McDaniels comes to the podium next summer, next spring, and he 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 doesn't harp on it too much that he's trying to fix penalties, but we just see it. Because we've already heard the song and dance already. We need to see it on the field. We need to see the results. Hopefully that's the problem they fix. Because I'm tired of being catfished by the rates who head coaches come in and say, we're going to be better in this area and better in that area. And it just doesn't happen. Okay, so that was my catfish segment. If you didn't like it, fine. If you loved it, subscribe to the podcast, Silver and Black Today. Again, we have a third, third rated podcast on the network. Scott likes to say, we like to boast about that. Third rated podcast on the network as far as downloads, listens, So please support the podcast. I still have one more segment to close out. I'm going to button it up a little bit and be a little more serious because I have to pay tribute. But I also want to preview the game. And we'll do that on the other side. Be right back.